During test recordings of this interview, I found out my phone's microphone was not working well, and I did have to find alternative means to record this conversation. Other than it being a little bit quiet on my end, the interviewee can be heard perfectly clear. Thank you for taking this into consideration, and enjoy the podcast. Okay, uh, today's date is September 17th, 2019. Uh, my interviewee is Dr. Alstott. Uh, would you mind saying your career doctor title? Or uh, career title doctor? Yes, I am an associate professor in uh, the kinesiology department here at APU. And I specifically teach mainly in the uh, graduate physical education program. Awesome, thank you. Uh, would you mind uh, talking about your education or your past education? All right, so I, I was actually a junior college transfer myself. I played baseball in junior college, and after a couple years in the redshirt year, I ended up uh, transferring to APU as an undergrad. Um, finished up uh, my undergrad here at APU, played baseball here, uh, and after a couple different major changes, landed on physical education as a major, and this was you know many years ago. Uh, before it was a kinesiology degree, it was a degree in, in physical education here at APU. Um, so, took some classes uh, in physical education, absolutely loved it, and decided that, you know, that's what I want to do for the uh, rest of my life. So, um, graduated from APU, um, and while I was uh, working and, and teaching uh, PE, I got my master's degree at Cal State Stanislaus up in Turlock, California, Central Valley. Um, and that was in a um, uh, master's in education, master of arts in education with an emphasis in physical education. So again, sticking with the sticking with the PE route. Uh, at, at that route, at that time, decided with my wife, I'm like, you know what, uh, I kind of want to teach in higher ed. I want to teach at, at the college level. And in order to do that, you know, I'm gonna have to go get a get a doctorate. So. Um, Looked all around, uh, found a, a website that was basically a graduate school search engine, and typed in all the criteria that I was looking for, and it spit me out a, uh, a whole list of, um, of schools that offered the program that I was looking for. And I printed out the list, gave it to my wife, and said, all right, cross off all the places that you're not willing to move to, because uh, there, was, there was none local. There was no local uh, programs, uh, PhD programs, doctoral programs, specifically in physical education in the entire state of California. Do you remember? Uh, in fact, I'm so sorry. Do you remember what year oh, yeah. was in? That was, uh, let me think, that was around 2008. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so there, there were no PhD programs in California. There was one uh, at Oregon State. Um, there was one at Arizona State, and there was one in Idaho, and those were the closest ones to me. And so at the time, we had no kids, and so we're like, all right, let's go, let's go somewhere that's going to be an adventure. So long story short, we ended up going to, uh, moving to Tennessee, uh, and I went to uh, Middle Tennessee State University, uh, which is in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, just kind of outside of Nashville, and got my PhD there, and um, from that point, got my first job as a, as a professor at Pacific University, which is a little small D3 school outside of uh, Portland, Oregon, and then from there, uh, moved on to, to APU, back to my alma mater here, and I have been here ever since. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's really cool. 
Uh, do you have any other certifications or credentials that would be uh, interesting to know about? Uh, no certifications, no credentials. Um, you know, most physical education teachers, of course, have to get a, a teacher credential. I actually never did get a teacher credential. So I did my undergrad and got my bachelor's degree in physical education. Um, but I never went on and pursued a, a credential uh, because I, I chose to take a job at, um, at a private school, a private Christian high school, and they did not require a credential at that time. Um, so I'm like, ah, I just want to teach at this private school. I don't necessarily need a, a teaching credential to work at a public K-12 school, so I'm not going to pursue that at that time. Um, I, I'm like, ah, that, that's, maybe I'll do that sometime down the line. Um, so at, at that point, didn't do it, and it's, it's kind of worked out. So I've, I've, uh, I, I still never pursued a credential because I, I changed career paths and decided to go into higher ed instead of K-12 physical education. Okay, okay. So long, so long story short, no, I don't have any other credentials or certifications of, other than that. Oh, no, it's completely fine. That was awesome. Uh, do you have any special areas of interest within the field of kinesiology or uh, physical education? Yeah, so my, my main area of interest and in research has been in uh, the field of applied behavior analysis, which is a, a branch of psychology, basically, uh, with B.F. Skinner and Pavlov, if you've taken an intro to psych class, I'm sure you've heard of those, those guys, but it's basically applying their principles to physical activity settings. And long story short, it's basically um, uh, using those principles to change people's behavior and what the, the behaviors could range anywhere from like social behavior within a physical education class, like behavior management type of stuff, um, to exercise behavior, getting kids and clients and athletes to exercise more or um, even to, to use it in a teaching setting to, to help kids um, improve their motor skills. Um, so that, that's been my, my main area of, of interest within kinesiology. I actually just um, finished a book, and the book just got published in um, you know, a couple months ago, uh, looking at um, behavior management in physical education, using these same principles to get kids to, to behave properly so you can actually get some stuff done in, in the PE classroom. What would that book be called? It is called Behavior Management in Physical Education, A Practical Guide. That's really interesting. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I tried to find a quieter location, but somebody just drove on by. Uh, uh, no problem. Uh, uh, have you had any uh, previous work in the field uh, before being a professor? I know you talked about uh, your uh, interest in uh, physical education. Or not interest, but a career in physical education. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, you know, I mentioned I was a baseball player, so I, yeah. I, coached, some youth, I coached some youth baseball um, as a college student during the summer, so I would coach some youth, youth baseball teams, um, and once I graduated, I was an, a substitute teacher for a little while, uh, for, for about a semester or so, um, then I got a full-time job teaching at a, you know, like I mentioned, a Christian high school. And teaching at this is a really small Christian high school, which, you know, at the time was both a, both a blessing and a curse. You know, a curse meaning that, um, you know, I, I had to teach a little bit of everything. Um, so I had to teach, you know, in addition.
addition to physical education and athletic conditioning and things like that, you know, I also had to teach biology, I had to teach, um, you know, government and economics and geography and driver's ed and, you know, a whole, whole bunch of other, other things. Um, so there's a lot, <laughs> as a first full-time job, it was a lot to, to prepare for, a lot to take in. But it was also good being at a small school. I got exposed to a lot of things. So I got exposed to teaching all of those classroom subjects. You know, I was the head baseball coach. Um, I, I served as the athletic director for a year. Um, so I, I got a lot of experience in a wide variety of things teaching at that school. Um, so it was hard, but you know, at the same time, it was it was really good experience and got to dip my toe into a lot of different pools there. That's awesome. Um, and then, yeah, and then as a doctoral student in, in Tennessee, um, as part of my graduate assistantship, as part of my job there on campus, um, I had to teach some undergrad classes in, in the physical education department, and I also teach, uh, taught some physical education at the university school. So the university had a, a, um, a, a school, like an elementary school, uh, attached to the university. Um, so it was an actual public school, but it was associated with the, the university there, so I got to teach physical education over there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so a li little bit of experience outside of the, the higher education world. Very, very interesting. Um, do you have any general advice for college freshmen or incoming transfer students? Um, yeah, a couple things. One, use your, use your professor's office hours. Uh, you know, Show up to the office hours, uh, make appointments with them, talk to them, um, especially here at APU. I know the professors, at least most of them, are really, really willing to help, and they want you to come and take advantage of their office hours. So if you have any issues, any questions, even if you need just need some slight clarifications, go use the, those office hours. Uh, the second one would be uh, get a hold of that syllabus and refer back to that syllabus all the time. Everything that you need is going to be in that syllabus. Um, I, I, I remember as an undergrad, I, you know, you got the syllabus on the first day of class and I kind of tossed it out and say, oh, I don't need this anymore. It wasn't until I was a graduate student that I realized that, oh man, that syllabus is like, it's really important. There's actually like a, a legal contract between the, the professor and the, and the student. So everything that you need, not everything, but almost everything that you need is going to be in that syllabus. So it's really important. So so any assignment that you need, you know, there's going to be listed in there. So really, don't take the syllabus too lightly. Actually use it. Actually pay attention to that. Yes, sir. That's, that's a couple things. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, I, yeah, I actually have my uh, all my syllabuses right here on my uh, computer's dashboard. It's, they are truly like gold. I, I do go through them quite a bit. Um, yeah, oh, very cool. And uh, do you have any advice related to... Uh, a, do you have any advice for a, a, a kinesiology major, a, a newbie like myself, somebody who's just dipping their toes into the water or starting to going down this path uh, of majoring in kinesiology? Yeah. Um, kinesiology is a pretty wide field. Um, as you probably figured out at least a little bit to this point, you know, kinesiology is you know, you can go from anywhere from a PE teacher to a personal trainer to uh, an exercise physiology specialist at a hospital to athletic training and 
it, it's such a wide field. Um, don't don't pigeonhole yourself into just something so specific. You know, for example, at my previous university, a lot of my undergrads, um, the only reason they signed up to be in this major uh, was they wanted to go to PT school. They wanted to become a, a physical therapist. And PT school is really difficult to get into. Um, you have to have a lot of, you know, chemistry and physics and all of this, these natural sciences that not everybody is designed by the Lord to, to go into those, those fields. So don't, don't be discouraged. You know, you can still find your passion within kinesiology, even if it's not the exact one that you were, you know, hoping for originally. You know, you got occupational therapy, you got physical therapy, you got, you know, like I said, physical education and teaching and personal training and um, sport-specific, you know, strength and conditioning. You know, so it's such a wide field, and it's so fun, too. So just enjoy it. Enjoy the learning process. Enjoy all of the cool exercise physiology and biomechanics toys that you get to play with and, um, you know, kids you get to interact with. And if you're in physical education, just, just enjoy it and, you know, keep your keep your perspectives open. You know, don't say that I'm for sure going to PT school. You know, be open to physical education. Be open to, you know, working with kids or with older adults or something like that. That make any sense at all? Yes, doctor. That actually eased my mind quite a bit. That that all right, all right. that puts some uh, perspective to me. Uh, what do you enjoy most about your field? Oh man, so much. Um, Top two. It it's important. It's an important field. Um, you know, physical activity is so tied not just to our physical health, but our mental and emotional health too. Uh, specifically within physical education, you know, one of the main goals of PE is to get kids active for their entire lives. And if we can do that, that can, you know, there's so much research out there that's not just, of course, physical activity is good for your physical health. We all, we all know that. But there's so much research out there that, you know, we can get off of a lot of medications because we are physically active. You know, we can fight depression and anxiety with physical activity. So it's not just physical um, health, but it's um, it's mental and emotional health as well. And there's so many different positive outcomes from physical activity, whatever field that you go into, whether that's you know personal training or physical education or you know physical therapy or occupational therapy. You know, we ultimately have a lot of the same goals of getting people active for their for their health. I know exactly. Yeah, so that that's why I'm I'm so interested and passionate about it because it's it's good for us, you know, and it, it can be tied to our, our spiritual well being as well. So yeah, it, but a lot of different ways we can go about that. But that's that's the main main reason there. Thank you, sir. I can really attest to that. As a child, I I grew up with a lot of anxiety issues, and I was always I I was I was I lived a sedentary lifestyle and. As I started growing up, I, I started getting, becoming more active around my my, my teens, and yeah. it it just it made I changed by leaps and bounds. I once I started exercising, I found that I started coming out of my shell. I stopped having anxiety attacks. It was just it was wonderful. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and it's not just it's not just the physiological and psychological responses too. It also provides so many opportunities for. 
social interaction too, whether you're playing on a team or interacting with people at the gym or you know anything like that. So there's a lot, there's a lot of benefits beyond just the physical physical outcomes of, of physical activity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, that brings me to my next question. Uh, what do you think the future of kinesiology and physical, uh, uh, sorry, physical education, what do you think that looks like? Oh, man. Well, you know, if we look at the whole, I can't speak about kinesiology as a whole, but, mm -hmm. you know, specifically within, within physical education, you know, if you look at the historical trends of PE, it, it's almost like a like a pendulum that swings back and forth. That you know, society views physical education as important, and then the pendulum kind of swings back, and you know, it's not, it's not quite as important. It's just you know, some some class that you kind of automatically get an A, and you don't really have to worry about. It's not really that important. It's just it's basically just an extra recess for the kids and things like that. Uh, but eventually, that pendulum pendulum swings back um, to look at, or basically the perspective is going to be eventually, hopefully sometime soon, that physical education actually really is important. And we're almost to that point. We're getting to that point. You know, if you look at societally, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, the fitness industry is a multi-billion dollar industry in this country. And so there's a lot of importance placed on, on fitness and health, things like that. Um, so from a society perspective, you know, it's, it, that pendulum is swinging back. Um, but specifically within physical education, you know, we have uh, the opportunity as PE teachers to help change that perspective. And, you know, specifically within physical education in schools, you know, taking away that perspective or, or combating that perspective that um, PE is just a, a pointless waste of time class but it can actually be valuable. And what we need is good PE teachers who are passionate about it and work hard to change that perspective. You know, there's a ton of research out there right now that shows that physical education and physical activity, um, you know, again, going back to the outcomes beyond just the physical activity, there's tons of research out there that shows all of this can not only help the physical aspect, but also the academic performance as well. Like schools that have more physical education and more fit students perform better on their academics, you know, perform better on their standardized tests and perform better, you know, academically than schools and students who, um, who don't. And so hopefully, you know, physical education teachers and administrators are going to take hold of all of this that's right out there. It's like a, like a fruit that's right for picking so that, um, that pendulum fully swings back and not just PE teachers and kinesiologists within our field view that PE as important, but school administrators and parents and society as a whole actually views physical education as important and meaningful and um, beneficial for, for students and not just a waste of time. That, that is amazing. I, I, I love the analogy, uh, the, the pendulum and the fruit, the ingenious. Awesome. And uh, that brings us to our last question, Doctor. Uh, has your spirituality ever guided you in your line of work? Has God ever uh, guided you in your line of work? Um, yeah, all the time. All the time. You know, from day-to-day -day things like, um, you 
know, praying for my students and um, getting, you know, here at APU, of course, we have the privilege to integrate faith into um, into our classes, and that's not just, you know, let's pray and then we'll we'll move on. We actually get to talk about God in the perspective of, or w- within the context of physical education, and I teach a lot of research classes here in the with the graduate students, and like, you know, what is a faith perspective on scientific research, and and so yeah, I get I get a lot of opportunities um, to do that. Um, even in my last university, which was a it was a private school, but it was a, a secular private school, so I did not have the opportunity to really openly share um, and integrate my faith into my discussions. But I would still do it. I'd do it more, more covertly in in, in my lectures and in my class discussions. Um, anyway, from that all the way back to, uh, you know, when I was a junior college athlete, um, it's easy to look back on, on the path and see how God was orchestrating it the, the whole time, you know, specifically professionally. Um, I was a junior college athlete and, uh, my sophomore year, I was getting some looks from, from, from from some Division One schools, and then I ended end up getting hurt. So I get hurt, and um, long story short, I end up at APU. Um, at the time, it was an NAIA school. I'm like, oh, okay, at least I get to go continue to play uh, baseball and you know get an education and, and go on from there. So I'd never planned on, on going to APU. It just kind of worked out that way. And then from from there, from that, you know, I I fell in love with physical, physical education. I met my wife. Um, and without physical education and without my wife's uh, encouragement, I would never have gone to got my master's degree. I would never have gone to got my PhD. Um, so without God allowing me to get hurt um, and end up at, at APU, I wouldn't be sitting right here talking to you right now. That's that's for sure. So God has been in a lot of things professionally, from the day to day to the big picture of leading me to here where I am sitting right now awesome that thank you doctor i'd like to thank you for sitting or yes i'd like to thank you for sitting down and having this interview with me over the phone i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day i i have really enjoyed talking to you doctor um once again i i thank you and uh yeah it's it's been my pleasure thanks for thanks for uh, reaching out uh god bless sir and uh Goodbye. All right. Have a good one. You as well.